Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. The Escape Pod on Joy and via podcast at joy.org.au forward slash escape pod. You are in the Escape Pod, which is our yes, weekly we travel show. Join 94.9, and we have a special guest today. We are. We're, we're going we're to travel the seven seas. We are. We're going to go to Caribbean uh, cruises, Royal Caribbean cruises, the home of Rihanna, and we're going to speak to Cameron Mannix. Welcome to Joy 94.9, the Escape Pod, Cameron. Thank you for coming in. We're going to have to get you to say that again. <laughs> I don't know why this is not working well. But anyway, we Cameron's here. Trust us. You're from Royal Caribbean Cruises, correct? Yes, correct. So what's that? Well, uh, Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines, uh, there's kind of three different cruise brands that are under that umbrella. And we've got Royal Caribbean International. We've got Celebrity Cruises. And we've got Azamara Club Cruises. So we operate cruise ships all over the world, including in Australia. But you're not Cunard? No, definitely not Cunard. Right, just checking. That's They're the people that you have to dress up for, to eat. Yeah, you have to get quite frocked up. But uh, yeah, they're, 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 we're all friends in the cruise industry, but they're a competitor. Yeah. Okay. Friendly competitor. So uh, describe the kind of opportunities available on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Well, um, in terms of cruising, in, in terms of particularly Australia, it's a, a massive cruise market. Um, Has it always been a big cruise market or is it, it new? It's kind of grown dramatically in the last 15 years, I would say. What do you think would have been the key influences there? I think people looking for an incredible value holiday. Um, Is it family, couple, uh, Well, in terms of Royal Caribbean, it's definitely very family-friendly, but you get all sorts of people of all ages, whether you're six months or whether you're 95 years of age. Um, Oh, for real? Yeah, absolutely. We have people of all ages, um, all backgrounds on our ships. And uh, particularly in Australia, I mean, we have uh, five Royal Caribbean ships this summer. We've got one celebrity and one Azamara. So, and that's just sort of a drop in the ocean. There are, I think, over 30. <laughs> oh, pardon the pun. Oh, I see where you went there, Cameron. That was not intentional. <laughs> Cameron Mannix with your Just lucky the escape, the comedy festival. So I know. Week, isn't it? Yeah, so... so Tell us about the brand. How do, okay. how do the brands work? What are, well, what are the- Royal Caribbean is definitely more family friendly. So our ships are very innovative. We've kind of got the newest and biggest ships in Australia and the world. So we. Um, when you say biggest, how biggest? Big is okay, big? so the two biggest ships in the world at the moment are the Oasis and Alua. They're based overseas and they hold around five and a half thousand passengers, twin share. Yes, massive. That's bigger than the A380. It's rather large. <laughs> um, and then we've actually got a brand new $1.3 billion ship coming to Australia in December this year, and she holds about 4,500 passengers at the one time, where plus you, 1,500 crew. Where do you get them all from? Um, the ships in Australia, we, we have guests that fly from all over the world to here to visit New Zealand or the South Pacific, um, but we have a lot of Australians at cruise as well. And. Can a ship of that size dock in every major port? Or? Ovation can dock in several ports, but not all of them. Unfortunately, she cannot fit into Melbourne. Didn't think so. We, no. haven't, we haven't dredged the channel that No, the, we need a bit of work to be done, but she can actually get into Hobart. Can you get into Sydney Harbour? Yes. Right, okay. Not, she can't go under the bridge. She can sit on right. uh, at the Circular other side key. of the bridge. Yeah, Circular Quay. That's where all our ships dock. But it's 18 storeys high, and it's kind of 350 yeah. metres long. It is a monster. Right. And, but, uh, How inter- many swimming pools? Uh, that one we've got one, 43. two, three, four swimming pools and lots of jacuzzis. <laughs> and how many cup holders? Uh, <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, in terms of Royal, we have some pretty awesome stuff on our ships. Like on that particular ship, you can go skydiving in a wind tunnel. Okay. We've got Dodgem cars, we've got Flow Riders, which is a surf simulator. And you're also hosting the next Soccer World Cup there. 
uh, I know about that. We do have an indoor sports complex where you can play soccer, but I'm not sure the World Cup's going to be there. So it's lots of fun. It's, so it's these are big ass experiences. Big, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, we've got some more mid-sized ships around 2,000 passengers, but Royal Caribbean are about having big ships, big experiences, and kind of living life big and having amazing fun times on monster ships. Right. So it's a very American view of things. Well, we have the... Well, American company? Our parent company is American, yeah. but I suppose we have the ability... We've got 24 ships in the Royal Fleet, so we kind of send them everywhere all over the world. Mm. So in Australia, we're just here over summer, but we bring a sort of an international flavour to the region. It's not just American as such. So, you know, we put things like Vegemite and some local beers and things like that to give oh, no, a bit I mean, more of a local experience. Um I mean, the American all-inclusive being oh, right, you know, yes. very, uh, like going to a, a theme park with yeah. your all-inclusive wristband. Look, it's yeah, it's kind of like they, that. They throw a lot at you. Yeah. You get a lot of value for Correct. And look, well, that's, that's why it's particularly good for families. You know, if you've got two teenagers that, uh, you know, eat you out of house and home, you can take them on the ship and they can eat as much as they like. Mm. And you've got all your activities included and there's kids clubs as well. So if you want to go on a cruise with your family, you can lock the kids up in the kids club. You can't lock them up. That's not true. Uh, but you can drop them off there. They can have fun with kids their own age. Mum and dad can have some fun time. And then you can, you know, meet up for dinner and have fun. You're talking to two childless people who think okay. locking up children probably is a normal thing. I don't know. Is I thought that, that was a, a pleasurable that, hey, look on your face. You look quite excited by that. Or quizzical. It's like, is that how they're raised? Oh, I, don't know. I have to say, though, my, my sister has just come back from a Royal Caribbean cruise. Oh, was it a Royal Caribbean cruise? Into the South Pacific. Okay. Yes, and with my niece and nephew, who are seven and four. Mm-hmm. And your mother? And my mother, and they had a ball. And you didn't go? Were you not invited? Um, you had other things on? <laughs> there were 400 children on the boat. Okay, so you probably want to be on one of our other brands, not Royal yeah. Caribbean. I had Clothing to optional. just stay home and mind the cat and the dog. Okay, right. Yeah, um, yeah but they, they had a, a ball, and the children especially just had a wow of a time. You can't not have fun on one of our ships like they are engineered to have a fun and an enjoyable time and also community friendly for our community lbgtiq people. absolutely yeah so talk about that well basically we, well, um, we talk about that as a whole segment yeah today, absolutely is, of course we, talk, we talked a lot about family so there's that diversity on the ships we basically welcome people of all backgrounds all sexualities so we do have um, a lot of lgbti um, clients on board our ships uh, we even have uh, friends of dorothy meetings I so there's a cocktail hour isn't there yeah there is absolutely yeah. and this is on royal caribbean celebrity in azamara so say every night at say seven o'clock um it'll be in the your daily planner and at a friends of dorothy meeting and you can come and meet um other lgbti passengers on board the ship and uh, connect and take it from there <laughs> it's not a dating service it's just no. let's catch up and you know Neither meet, is meet light-minded people <laughs> but we're, we're very gay friendly on the ships you know we, we have all sorts of people from all backgrounds and we welcome right. them all on board yeah awesome awesome so um We've got uh, a whole bunch of questions for the rest of the hour, but is there anything specific that you think people don't know about uh, cruising the... I think um, throw out there? I think certainly in terms of cruising, uh, if you haven't been on a cruise ship before, people's perception is you're stuck on this tiny ship. Shuffleboard. There's nothing to do. Shuffleboard. It's and boring. And it's full of a certain cabin age fever. of clientele. Yeah, cabin fever. Yeah. yeah. And, and the reality is very far from the truth. Um, you, we've got four-star ships, five-star ships, five-plus-star ships. So there's something for everyone in the market. Um, and it, I suppose it's about finding the right ship for you and, and giving it a go. Cameron, you've been with uh, Royal Caribbean, you said, for four years. Four yeah. years? Correct. And so you're a long-term travel professional. I would say that. So, yep. yeah, I've been with the company four years and I was a travel agent before that with a cruising specialist before that for right. four years. Right. 
And then I used to work on cruise ships many a year ago, um, sort of travelling around the world. And Were you singing Copacabana? Uh, I was actually singing. <laughs> Shaking your shoulders? Kind of, yes. Showing those meaty tartars? Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I was in the shows, singing in the production shows. and just, Oh, you were singing? I was actually singing. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're kind of spot on. Right. Um, so like one of the, um, like Britney and uh, Justin Timberlake. Similar, but I... I not sure if they got paid as much as me. Um, <laughs> or wore as many double denim outfits. Uh, there were lots of costume changes. Yeah. Correct. Um, so, from your perspective as someone who's been in this business for quite a while, yeah. despite your youthful look, um, what is the typical classic cruise experience that okay. someone goes for? What's the what's the archetype? I think... And then talk about the crazy stuff that's sort of the outline Goes on events. behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, I think the... For cruising, it it gives you a great ability to say visit many destinations over a very short space of time, and the thing that I think people love about it is that you know if you say you're flying to Europe and you're visiting all these different countries, you've got a train and you've got to fly, and it it can get a bit stressful. Mm-hmm. The beauty of going on a cruise is that you you jump on board into your stateroom, you unpack once, and then you visit several places. You get a taste, so you might only be there for one or two days. You get to get off and explore, um, and then come back to the ship and enjoy all the activities on board. So it's kind of a stress-free holiday experience. You know, you know where your restaurants are, you've got shows every night, you've got live entertainment. You don't have to worry about all that stuff. So even if the ship's in port, mm-hmm. and you might be in port for more than the single night, mm-hmm. do you dine back on board, or do you it's dine entirely around? up to you. Um, so one of our, our smaller brands, Azamara, which is a very small ship, so we were talking about the mega ones before, this only holds about 690 passengers, and they are very much about staying overnight in port so you can actually get off at night time go and have dinner in a local Italian restaurant for example um, and then come back to the ship when you want to or if you want to you can stay out all night so that's the beauty of I suppose that experience you can stay on the ship or if you want to get off and explore in the evening you can do that as well Mm, okay, so um, what's the, the the typical experience for a for a, 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 a cruising Client, whether it be a family or couple. Okay. So they they fly into a. So basically, let's say we're doing a cruise out of Sydney to the South Pacific Islands. So you'd fly into Sydney um, the day before or in the morning. Right. You'd board the ship around midday, one o'clock, two o'clock. Most people will go and have lunch first. uh, Cruise ships are all about food. Uh, And then. The ship would usually leave Sydney Harbour about five o'clock, six o'clock. Okay. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, in terms of our ships, we're docked right next to the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House. So, it's absolutely magnificent because you're sailing through the Sydney Harbour, bridge on one side, Opera House on the other. Uh, It's one of the best sort of sailings or sailouts in the world. Oh, yeah. The Manly Ferry. Yeah, it's (laughs) similar to the Manly Ferry. (laughs) Um, And then you spend a couple of days basically in the middle of the ocean. So, you'll be on your way to Vanuatu or New Caledonia and during the those two days, there's a lot of activities on board, so skydiving on the Dodgem cars, things like that we mentioned before. Or if you just want to sit by the pool and have a cocktail and do nothing, you can do that as well. Or read. Or read, read a book, have a cocktail. There is a gym on board, so you get these people that want to go and exercise. Doing their and, P90X. Correct. Um, run around the top deck on the... Yeah. running track and then of course food so there's breakfast then there's morning tea then there's lunch then there's afternoon tea then there's dinner and maybe a late night snack as well right uh, do people get very boozy on these oh look it kind of varies uh, obviously Australians do like to have a beverage or two um, 
but it's it's interesting. You, you find, I mean, we for example, you, you, your beverages are not usually included, but we have right. beverage packages which you can get. And even people who have the packages, most people don't go crazy, because if you have you know a crazy day where you've had I don't know thirty cocktails, the next day you're feeling pretty rotten, and mm. you might be in a tropical island, so you can't really enjoy it. But there are a lot of bars on board the ship, and it is a nice experience that you don't have to drive home or worry about you know catching the tram or train home. Right, so it's not a threatening environment with all. Not a threatening people. at all. Okay, no. it's okay. it's a very safe environment. I mean, the ship's got security all around, and right. and the reality is most people are there to have a good holiday and have a fun experience. Yeah. So it's yeah. a it's a very social environment as well. So you don't get that boozy King Street vibe. No, it's it's certainly not an unsafe space. Okay. Um, it's it's a very safe space, yeah. and there's RSA as well. You know, responsible service sure. of alcohol. Sure. So how long? What's the average cruise length? For us, you can go everywhere from a three-night sampler cruise. It just goes out of the harbour for a couple of nights and comes back, uh, right up to a 18-night cruise from Sydney oh, to really? Hawaii. Yeah. Um, so you, that visits sort of Tahiti and New Zealand. You finish in Hawaii and then you fly home. Okay. So, but the, so any, anywhere in between. But the, usually the average you're looking at sort of maybe eight to ten nights. Hmm. I'm just looking at Jo and um, wondering if she's devising a way to get herself on a cruise. Is this something that would appeal to you? No. <laughs> Jo's not interested. It's like camping. It's like camping, it, yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But I'm curious. Yeah, I've done camping before. I don't need to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Have you been on a cruise, Mark? I have not. I am interested. I've done camping and the only stars I sleep under now are five. Yep. But um, <laughs> I will uh, certainly try cruising. I, I quite like the idea of this. You unpack once, you go and you sort of look in the shop window of a country that you go to and see what they have to uh, sell you, but you don't necessarily have to go into the shop and dedicate so you're yourself to So you're more it. of a five-star kind of guy? Uh, yeah, I've done all the other stuff. Okay. Yeah. You like to like to live in a bit of luxury? Well, you know, I'm, a holiday. I'm just, because I'm a bit yeah. older, like when I was younger, I just loved the idea of trying to find a Jugendherberger and, and all that kind of thing and um, not know where you're staying. And that was all part of the adventure yeah. with your backpack. But as, as I got older, I prefer to turn left on a plane. I think you might uh, feel very at home on celebrity cruises, which is our... Tell me why. Uh, well, it's our... It's, Let's talk celebrity cruises. Okay, so we've got one ship in Australia, Celebrity Solstice, and she is the highest rated ship in Australia. She's okay. four and a half to five star, but she's... For clients, people such as yourself, that like to go and enjoy a five-star hotel experience. So you've got beautiful food and wine. Um, some food basically very similar to some really fine restaurants in Melbourne. Um, so that's what celebrity is about. Great food, great wine, great cocktails, and lots of spa treatments. Yeah, so that's less of a family. Less of a family. There's still kids' clubs on there, but you certainly won't find as many children as you would on Royal Children Caribbean. called Tarquin. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's more about relaxing and really rejuvenating. And, and So is this more friendly towards like a, a gay couple maybe? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I travel on Celebrity quite a bit with my partner and um, yeah. we've kind of cruised all over the world and you always meet some really cool gay people from yeah. all over the world, which is it's an yeah. interesting experience. So do you and your partner travel a lot on cruises because you work in the space or is uh, he someone who is keen on cruising? Well, we anyway? both kind of enjoy it. We, uh, we don't do it all the time, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, maybe once a year. We're heading off to Europe in uh, June, so and uh, my partner's English, so we're going to visit his family, and then we're going to finish off with a little Greek island cruise um, with some of our friends over there. So we just enjoy sitting back. Similar to you, we like the yeah. finer things in life and just relaxing. Well, yeah, uh, I think for younger people uh, who may be a bit more cost-sensitive, I think that might be a, a great thing to go on and do the, the other things. And when I was younger, I certainly enjoyed that kind of yeah. thing. But as I got older, I just prefer... What are, what are your thoughts? I know what your thoughts are. <laughs> Any flight where you can wear a fur? 
correct. <laughs> so and we end up at a sparkation, <laughs> which you're you doing this ship. time next week. You'll be on your winging your way to Vietnam <laughs> to one of the world's, well, at least Asia's uh, finest resorts. I will be. Yes, I'm. Yeah. I'm off to um, the Nam Hai next week. Mm. Mm. So, what are you going to do during your holiday? Um, I'm going to walk into that resort. And I'm not leaving until my departure date. I'm just going to relax. <laughs> this time last year, it was this time last year. Joe went, and she had to get evacuated by the Vietnamese army because of uh, uh, storm conditions. That <laughs> so oh, that was a couple of years. Yeah, that was, was that a couple of years. That ago? was 2013. That was Typhoon right. Haiyan. Yes. Yeah, Typhoon Haiyan sort of uh, put a, the kibosh on her Haiyan experience. But yep. So we're going, ba- going back to just um, check. Nam stop Hai. and do nothing. Yes, yeah, stop and do nothing. You could do that on Celebrity Solstice as well with Mark. Yeah. By the pool, drinking a cocktail. I think um, the biggest uh, decision in your day is um, which cocktail to have at 5pm or which cigar to unwrap. I think it will be calling the butler. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm, we're going to throw to some messages while I sit here. And, and we've got uh, a message first. Have we got another message? We do, yes. Pete wants to know why are boats referred to in a feminine pronoun? Do you know that? I are we going to have to Google that while we listen to... Um, I think ships are kind of beautiful things and they kind of glide through the ocean and they're very elegant so that's why we refer to them as ladies is it um that's that's my answer <laughs> and i'm sticking to it feel free to google if there was a million bucks on it would you stick with it or would you phone a friend absolutely i would stick with it joy 94.9 is a glbtiq community radio station in melbourne australia support joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au I mean, you were talking about the difference between the three kind of vessels and yes. the, uh, the um, was it the Azkaban? <laughs> Azamara, very Azamara. similar. Azamara Club Cruises. <laughs> Azamara Club Cruises. It's a bit more highbrow, a bit more foodie, a bit more um, well, uh, great had, food We've had cocktails. one of our listeners say that they had a fabulous cruise on Celebrity Silhouette. Perfect. They said it was an awesome ship through Atlantis events. Yes, That's Rob. Rob. So Atlantis actually charter our ships quite regularly. Right. Um, ah. And the, the largest ships... Is this ships, Atlantis as in the Caribbean hotel chain? The uh, Atlantis um, Events and Cruises, just the, the gay travel company. Right, right. right. Um, so they, they actually chartered the a uh, few years ago, um, the Allure of the Seas, which was you know, the, the biggest big, ship. Hmm. So they had about 6,000 young men on the ship for about a week and apparently it was one massive party. So they do charter our ships and uh, it's an opportunity. A lot of glitter. A lot of glitter, a lot of um, parties, a lot of costumes required. I think there's a different costume required every night. Oh my goodness. Oh, there we go. There we go. And And where would a gay man find a different costume for every night? That's just unheard of. I'm not sure. Be a bit of a struggle. (laughs) Somebody else's suitcase, I imagine. Um, Now, we've had another request. Do you have a frequent cruiser program? Oh, good idea. And yes. if so, is it between the different... Um we do have a frequent cruiser program, and it's uh, there's one for each cruise brand. Right, okay. So, is this so like you can't go between them? Well, you, you can. If, let's say you're with Royal Caribbean. Yep. Well, Royal Caribbean is crown and anchor. Once you get to a certain level, then we will give you similar benefits on, say, celebrity cruises, right. which is the Captain's Club. So the more you cruise with the one company, if you find a company that you really love, yep. um, then you do accrue points and you get more and more benefits each time you go on board. So the more cruising, the more points. Correct. Are you listening, Wet on Wellington? Everybody is listening. Different type of cruising. Right. So um, this is more like uh, the Betty Ford Clinic's frequent dryer club. Is that right? Similar to that. Yeah, yeah. So the more you you go, the more celebrity points So when you get on board, you can get things, amazing things like free cocktails and complimentary laundry or... Upgrades? Special upgrades, yeah. Upgrades, upgrades. um, cocktail parties, special cocktail parties for our past passengers. Chef's table invitations. Yes, very special. Maybe even dine with the captain if you're lucky. Uh, Captain Steubing. 
And Correct. Judy the Purser. <laughs> you get a lot of those gags. Yeah. Oh, yes. I've heard that my whole life. That's okay. It's still very funny. Now, it still me, has currency. Tell me, why is Wi-Fi so expensive on board? Uh, well, it's what, what, satellite It's satellite internet. So, obviously, you don't have the cables running across the seabed back to land. Um However, that's, we're kind of changing that. So Royal Caribbean and Celebrity particularly, we have high-speed Wi-Fi on our ships now, so you can do things like FaceTime. You can even stream movies, and it's not Periscope. that expensive. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and with Celebrity... So you just plug in. Well, you can use Wi-Fi or you can just take your laptop and, and yep. yeah, absolutely off you go. But with Celebrity, we have a, um, a brilliant, it's kind of a permanent promotion where you can get some free benefits, free perks. And one of those is if you if you want to choose, you can get free Wi-Fi for the whole cruise. Uh, there is a beverage package, so I would say that that's far more enjoyable than free Wi-Fi. So what are the costs of free uh, of the Wi-Fi To give you an idea, on Royal Caribbean with the high-speed internet, um, for two devices, it's around $22 a day. Um, oh, that's which not is too bad. it's compared to what it used to be. It's a it's a quite inexpensive, and that's just unlimited streaming and downloading and FaceTime and yeah. So you can sign in your iPhone and your absolutely iPad or yeah your laptop, two devices. That's correct. Yeah. I've got I've got another bad. curly question because okay. if you think about the amount the volume of food that's required yes. on, on board, um, how do you go in terms of being um, being green being in terms of the produce that comes yeah, on board. Yeah, and environmentally um, friendly because yeah, I mean, it's an awful lot of plastic water bottles. There are a lot of rules and regulations that govern what we can and cannot do on board the ships. Yep. Um, and we have some of the most environmentally friendly ships in the world. Yeah, with Royal, we're actually in the process of putting scrubbers in all our ships. Oh, so what, do you go to Dandenong shopping centres? and <laughs> It's a different type of scrubber. You should not have said that in front of Mark. That was uh, just... it, it was a bit of a tease. But basically what these scrubbers are, they actually go in the funnels of the ship and they restrict what emissions are put out into okay. the atmosphere. Um, and they cost millions and millions of dollars. But in terms of all our waste, uh, we do um, burn it or we compact it. So we're not allowed to throw stuff off the side of the ship. No, including uh, people, Correct. Mark. No, people, definitely not people. <laughs> Unless you really, really don't like them. Um, no, 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 you can't do that. Uh, and then... Things Rose. like water, um, we actually have water treatment plants on the ships as well. So we take the seawater off, we treat it, and then it's uh, ready to drink. So it's desalinized. In. Correct. Yes. Oh, that's very So the ships are very self-sufficient, and in, and we also have solar panels. So we, oh, create, yep, we create a lot of our own energy. Okay. Uh, Royal Celebrity and Azamara are three of the most environmentally friendly cruise brands in the world. So it's really just the food that has to come on mm. board that you can't do much about, the pure yeah. volume. Correct. I, I did read an article in the New Yorker a while ago that talked about the volume of French fries that was required for some of those American It's enormous. Ships. It like was if you, frightening. If you think about... Would be eating that on th land? There was actually yeah. somebody who was 24 hours a day... At the fry, at the deep, manning the deep fryers to do the volume of fried food that it's an enormous French amount of food. Oh, for that, real? Yeah, that's required. Yeah, that, that that station is never closed while the ship is, you know, out of port. There is somebody manning those deep fryers. There's always someone cooking all the time. So, what what are your travel tips if, if you're thinking of going on a cruise, or as you're thinking of? Having a cruise as a component of a of a holiday. Oh, good idea. Which you know, which is what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely, a lot of which, people do that. Particularly, quite fun. if you're going overseas, um, for example, Europe. Obviously, it takes a long time to get there. Um, you're not just going to go for a week or two. So, 
what I always recommend if you're going to do that, then do your land portion first. Yep. Um, so the airports and the travelling and unpacking and packing because that can you know get a bit tiring. And then at the end of your trip, finish off with you know Greek island cruise around Italy or the Baltics. Um, and then you only unpack once for that seven nights, 10 to 12 nights. And then by the time you fly home, you're feeling very relaxed. And what are the top things to actually take on board? If you're packing for a cruise... What, what, or what do you take not take? On board. Okay. Um, it is a bit challenging to pack, actually, for a cruise because you've got lots of different dress codes. Um, so you, do you know in advance what they Yeah, are? usually you do. So smart casual during the day. There's usually a couple of formal nights or celebrity, they call them evening chic, where you can get a bit dressed up. Right. Um, so sequins. Yeah. Them. So, you, you know, you don't want to be walking around in your flip-flops and your boardies at night time. You want to dress up a little bit. With a VB in your back pocket? Uh, perhaps not. Certainly and not on our brands. Are there dress codes for the cocktail bars? <laughs> oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, most nights a smart casual but you're on a beautiful ship a very elegant ship you kind of want to make a bit of an effort and dress up Mm. Um, uh, take travel adapters with you very important so European or American travel adapters Ah, that's that's a good tip because there wouldn't be enough to go around correct you can't charge your iPhone or your iPad or something I take a power board yeah. Yep. Uh, you can't take power boards on board the ships, unfortunately. Why not? Oh, just because of the fire safety risk. We don't want any oh. um, s- surges or anything happening on the ship and fires starting. Obviously, not good, not a good thing on no. the ship. No, But you, you can take your little power plugs. Um, all your, your hats and your sunglasses and your sunscreen and all that sort of stuff as well. And a good book to sit by the pool while enjoy during the day and have a little cocktail on the side. Mm. There you go. Or Fair take enough. the Wi-Fi package and download it, something onto your mm. Kindle. Wi-Fi package and the booze package and, you know, just... Yes. Then you're sorted, room. done and dusted. <laughs> then, then, then you're completely sorted the for the day. Porthole. Excellent. Now, have you got something to, to rant about? Because Russ is in India and he, he keeps sending me messages saying that they're just having such a great time. Yeah, India's brilliant. Yes. Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I could... Uh, uh, throw to a few messages from our sponsors. I could do that. But um, I, I don't have a rant. I'm not a ranting kind of a guy. Um, what about you? Have you got a rant, Joe? Anything to do with, with transport this week? No, well, well, I took Mikey cards. Here we go. Oh, when they're not in your purse, where are they? Exactly. So when, <laughs> when, when your Mikey, where do they get to? When your Mikey card is not in that little spot in your handbag where you always keep it and you you rushing to get to the station for your show get to zone and you two. think, <laughs> God Damn it, just give me the car keys. <laughs> you end up coming in. <laughs> oh, and you dear. think you yeah. wanted to do the right thing because you know that if you get to the station, you haven't got a, a Mikey you're card. Yeah, you're and just then you have to make sure you're topped up. Yeah, well, you've got to go to a 7 Eleven and then you're getting there. Well, at least you can car. top up at the state. Well, you can top up at my station, but I just the frustration of realizing that I had actually then left the Mikey card in an evening bag. As you, as you do. Mm. Um, and by the time I'd worked that out, it was too late, it's so too I had late. to catch the car. So that's my rant today. I just wish we could go back to <laughs> pre-Mikey when you could just buy... Throw some money at a problem. Simple tickets. Mm. buy a ticket. I, I remember those scratchy ones. Yeah. Or just have a bloody conductor on the tram. Yeah. That'd make life easy, wouldn't it? That's fair enough. You know, we'll listen okay, to Okay, so there we go. That's my rant. <laughs> so, Cameron, Everyone any, any last-minute... Um, Cruising tips are there? Uh, last minute advice. Um, Anything at all we if, didn't mention? Uh, I think we pretty much covered most of it, but I'd say that if you haven't cruised before, or even if you have before, then um, certainly pop on down to your local travel agent and maybe check out a Royal Caribbean Celebrity or Azamara Club Cruises and cruise. Is it easier to book online through your website or is it better can, to go to an agent? Well, you can do it online, but we recommend going to an agent because you know they can answer all your questions and guide you in the right direction. So you don't 
click the wrong button. Correct. Or right. pick the wrong cabin. Or the wrong. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yes, now, yes. Choosing the wrong cabin. Is there what, is there an art well, to choosing um, a cabin? Um, my preference is to have something that has a balcony. Um, yeah, so you've got your own says. outdoor space. Because if you're in an interior, you know, switch the so lights off. So who goes in darkness. the interiors? Then? Oh, well, they're the lowest on the price. Yeah, if you're on a bit of a budget, but on on the royal ships, we actually have these screens in the interior cabins. In some of them, we actually have a cameras on the bridge, and it's a live feed from what's outside. So you actually have a view from your inside cabin. Like a virtual view. A virtual view, but it's real. It's live. Right, got it. But stick with the balcony. I'd say stick with the balcony. Mm. Yep. Now, I, I, one day we'll do a cruise. I All would right. like to do a Caribbean cruise. Okay. Yep. In, in the Caribbean? Yeah, in the Caribbean. <laughs> okay, Jamaica, yep. here we come. Yeah. Jamaica? No, she went on her own. Oldest <laughs> joke in the world. <laughs> oh, dear me. St. <laughs> Lucia then. All right. <laughs> Oldest joke in the world. So, can you ever be tempted, Joe? I think I could be. Yeah. Yeah, I'll find the right ship for you, and mm. I think you'd have a fantastic time. Yeah, a Cunard so. experience with white gloves. I, th- I think so. Transatlantic, mm. yeah. London, no, Portsmouth, Portsmouth, Portsmouth to New York. To New York. Mm. I think I could do that. I could lob up in New York City yeah. in a boat. I'm pretty sure the Queen Island. Mary's got a cigar bar too. For real. I think there's about eight chairs in the cigar bar. I think I've, I've checked it out once. Oh, okay. I was, you yeah, know, it sounds very civilized. Three a.m. Internet surfing. <laughs> luckily, Did I have a cigar bar. Luckily, I didn't it's press click. <laughs> buy now. Exactly. I'm not allowed to press buy now. Those are twenty cashmere sweaters. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy ninety four point nine.